Hey, Dr. O, your favorite wealth hacker here, ready to give you some wealth hacks today. Let's go ahead and get into it. So my main purpose and energies for coming today is about responsibility, management, um, keeping up with what you have, like your blessings, your abundance and things of that nature, right? So this guy said, you know, you, you know, you just are talking because you have a lot of money or he made a comment about having a lot of money and it's like no it's not about having a lot of money it's more over about I don't really spend money like that like I don't have a lot of needs right we want to remove that neediness of needing money and so today I had to realize r-e-a-l-e-y-e-s I had to realize that I don't really need money right money is not my need um and and go here with me just come 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 up here with me when i'm when i'm saying what i'm saying at this level what i'm saying is i never ever really needed money what i needed was a transaction or a circumstance to go in my favor or i needed grace or mercy or peace i needed shelter or clothes or you know, the need is really the the life force, the source, the thing that's really behind the money, right? So why I'm using money or I'm utilizing money or investing money or exchanging money is because I want my need on the other side of the money. So I don't really need the money because if I go to a car lot and the car lot person says, oh, here, we'll give you a car if you work for us for 10 years or whatever the case may be. I mean, I wouldn't do that, but I'm just saying I'm giving an example like there's an exchange. So the money aspect of it can be taken out of the equation So then I didn't really need the money. I needed the vehicle and transportation to go and fulfill whatever lifestyle things I needed. Taking my children to school, going to work, whatever the case may be, right? So I didn't really need the money. So when I hear people say that they need money, I'm really looking at mindset and mentality. So here's a hack, right? Remove the need for money and gain what you deserve from what you truly value, what you truly feel is worth what's worth it to you, right? What you really sense as true deservingness, like, you know what I mean? Like the power of deserving, you know, I think that's what I'm going to title this, but it's like, do you deserve this or that? And most of the time you're going to say yes, you know, and, and sometimes when it's negative, you're going to say, no, I don't deserve someone to abuse me or attack me. I do deserve love and respect. You know what I mean? Pretty much if it's, if it's on the positive side, you're going to say, yes, I deserve it typically. And when you're feeling good about yourself and if it's on the negative side, you're going to say, I don't deserve that. Right. So it's the deserving aspects of it that I really want to, um, hack into. So let go. Okay. So deserve the word, Um, When you look at it, D or de, of, right, of serve. So to me, I'm looking at the term service as as giving, like to be to be in service means to be a giver. That was at 333, by the way. So I'm on the right track Um, into the message, three minutes and 33 seconds into the message. But anyway, um, so I think of of give. So if you don't have it to give. And you don't have it to distribute, then how can you really give it? You can't really be in service if you don't have it to give. How can you serve someone if you don't have 
service within you, right? So we want to look into what you deserve, right? What you of serve, what you give, okay? So a lot of times people give their energies and give their time and, and their money and love to things that are not serving them. They're just, you know, going through the motions. Hell, maybe they're on autopilot. I don't know. Or maybe they just feel like they need something and they want something and they're living a deceptive life because their needs and wants are outside of their true alignment and frequency and vibration of who they really are. And so they find themselves struggling and broke or having money, but not having fulfillment and stuff like that because they're not totally where they need to be. So the hack is to truly sit down and assess, take a minute, you know, I always say, do you have a minute? Seriously, 60 seconds will change your entire life. Just really sit down with yourself and really think about what your truest, highest desires are, truest, highest wants, uh, truest, highest uh true things that you feel like you really deserve in this life and don't go crazy this is not a shopping list a shopping spree we just really want to name you know up to five things you know and even then really conduce that list down to one to two things that you really feel like you truly deserve that you really feel like you truly want and that you really feel like you truly need so that's the hack right you're going to sit down with yourself and you're going to answer those questions for you for yourself you're not going to be thinking about children if you have them you're not thinking about your spouse if you have one you're not thinking about your parents or anybody else except for yourself so this is not being selfish this is actually being self-focused and self-aware okay so self-awareness is really going to help you hack into many many aspects of your wealth when I first met Oprah Winfrey in person, I had a dream 10 years prior. So 2018, I was on a show on NBC with Ryan Seacrest, and we lived two doors down from Oprah Winfrey um, to shoot the show. So, you know, I, I don't know if that's why. But anyway, the night that we stayed in the mansion, I had a dream about Oprah and this whole dream played out Um that was in 2008. By 2018, the dream that I had truly did happen. And I physically met Oprah Winfrey because one of my mentors had Oprah as her keynote speaker for her gala. And it was, it's the Feed Just One gala and Oprah came to support Dr. Sheryl Action Jackson. So anyway, I was blessed and privileged to be able to assist and serve. I was serving and donating of my time and my energy to help out with the media proponent. So obviously I'm around all the stuff, the media, the pictures and stuff and Oprah's there. Right. So um, I in, interact with her j just like the dream, you know, without going too far into it. The point was one thing that I noticed about her was she was so self-aware. Now, I don't know how I picked up on that energy or where that came from that I knew that, but it just started to really play out by her mannerisms, the way she spoke with people, how she talked, how she interacted, how she didn't interact, um, how she moved, how she paid attention, you know, just her entire movement was just so self-aware of self. Um, self-fulfilled of self, just kind of a knowledge base of like, I know me, this is where I am. And she's obviously been attacked. She's been adored. She's been loved. She's been, you know, disrespected, all that stuff. She's gone through stuff in her life, obviously. But somehow self-awareness reeks from her presence. When you're around her, you just sense a strong ability to self-awareness. Another person that I met was Tommy. And Tommy was the same way. He was on the Martin Lawrence show. And I interacted with him a lot. And um, 
he was just so extremely self-aware. He just knew, God rest his soul, he knew where he was at all times and who he was in the story. We just had that on um, the last podcast that we just did on episode number six, where we're talking about the power of light core. So go back and listen to that. But it was just, it was so powerful being around him and entering to rooms with him. And as we entered into rooms, he just knew who he was in the room. It was just, it was a powerful, I'm just grateful to God that I got to experience that, that visual and that true experience. So I'm saying that to say that to me, that's a high life hack, right? Where you can be self-aware. The way you do this is you do the inner work. You do the light work and there are people out there called light workers. So I'm not trying to push you to being a light worker or researching light working or nothing like that. But I study light work and I understand the power of light work and I understand the power of inner core. And we teach people how to cope. But do we teach people how to core and getting to who you really are in the story? So one of the things that I noticed was I had a strong ability to earn six figures, even high six figures, like in the 800 thousands, you know, let's just go ahead and make me a millionaire is what I'm thinking, you know? So since the age between the age of like, I would say about the age of 24, 25, let's just say 25, just to keep it whole at the age of 25, a quarter of life. That's when I noticed I was given the strong responsibility and the strong pull of a six-figure uh, opportunity, okay, in my life. And so I took it. I didn't understand it. I wasn't trying to get six figures. I wasn't even thinking about no doggone six figures. I wasn't thinking about money. I was just thinking about working and making sure that I took care of my responsibilities. I wasn't thinking about how much and value. I didn't know at that time to negotiate salary. If you gave me, you know, $20 an hour, I was like, cool. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't a big deal for me to negotiate my salary, you know, almost like on autopilot, literally robotic, not thinking anything, right? Just thinking, okay, here's a job, here's work, here's the hours I put in, here's a check, I pay my bills and I keep doing this. That's all I'm thinking. I'm not thinking about amounts and strategies and wealth and none of that stuff, right? I'm, I'm a kid. So around this era and time in my life, I started receiving a lot of money, but I wasn't thinking, oh my God, I'm getting so much money. I knew I was getting a lot of money, $10,000 bonuses and $8,000 bonuses on top of my regular check and $5,000 bonuses and group bonuses. And all this money was just coming my way. I worked for City Financial, more specifically Auto um, One Finance. And so I was a collector, by the way, because a lot of people be telling you about like, oh, I got this and I got, well, what, what were you doing? Give me specifics. Don't, don't leave the specifics out of the story. So specifically, I worked for Auto One Finance, which was a, a branch of um, City Financial. And I was a senior auto collections agent from zero to 120 days on collections. And that's what I did. And I was a, a beast at collections because I educated people on how to pay their bills. I wasn't worried about them. Oh, you didn't pay your bills. Let me repo your car. I was more over like, Hey, what's your problem? What happened? Oh, that happened. Okay. Why don't you do this? Do this, do that, do this, get with your neighbor, do this. Why don't you and your family start saving? Like I was educating people versus putting them down because they couldn't pay their bills. I don't, I don't know anything. And everybody was like, oh my God, you know, get Omai on the phone. My name was Donna Coffee back then, but get, get Donna on the phone, let her handle it or whatever the case may be. So I just was really good at teaching. 
I was really, really good at teaching people and having an understanding and speaking to people with some respect and uh, reserving their their pride and not hurting them when they were going through a hard time and putting them down and things like that. Not to say I didn't get rough with people here and there, but for the most part, most of my calls were like really educational and beneficial to them. And they just like paying their bills. So my queue stayed really low a lot. So I hit my bonuses because I didn't have anything to collect because I was always educating people. So then I started doing that for my team and the team started benefiting. So those team bonuses started to increase. So I started to find out that I have a, a, a gift of increase. I just have a gift of, of making things more valuable than they were before I got there. That was haphazardly, like not knowing who I was. So I want you to take time to find out, go to your story, look at your age groups, look at where you were at 20 something years old, look at where you are at 40 something or whatever your ages are. Go back through your ages and look at yourself and find out in the story, what value did you bring already naturally that you didn't even know that you had, you weren't even self aware you're not Oprah yet you're not Tommy yet you're you're just you being you go back to those times and write out kind of what you brought to the table back then so I, this is me not knowing so then as I'm starting to learn like okay my boss started to rely on me more he started asking me to come into a management position and kind of step up my game and start interviewing other people bringing them into our team and you know just use me as an example um, one thing that we talked about is being a model example uh, for somebody versus telling them what to do, show them what to do through your own example. So leading by example is a very powerful tool that you can use in your life and also having examples. So you can say, well, I don't have any examples. I don't have good examples of fathers or good examples of wealth in my life. Go find them. They're out there. We have one thing that we call really a powerful is the Internet. And if you don't have an internet, you have a library. And if you can't go to the library because of uh, the pandemic, you also have a mind and you have a heart. You have connection, connecting endpoints in your yourself. There's an inner being within you that you can go inside of and pull things out of you that you never knew. There's a scripture that says in Jeremiah 3 and th 33 and 3, I will reveal mysteries like that you didn't even think about. Like I can show you some great and mighty things that you're not even thinking about that, that have never even been thought of. And I got you. Right. So there's a scripture that says that. And so and I want to speak that out there because this is the second time just in this one podcast that three, three, three has popped up. So I don't know who that's significant for or why that's significant, but it is very significant. So let's look for that. Right. Let's look for the good in that. But as I proceed into the story, I want you to overstand your placement in the story. So that's what the hack is, right? So you've already overstood. Let's do a quick review. You came into your situation and circumstance because you feel like you deserve something, right? More than what you have right now. Do you really deserve it? Yes. Got it. Check mark. Okay. Now, do I really want it? Check mark. Yes, I do. I want it. Do you need it? Check mark. Yes, because you don't need money right you need what the power of having abundance can do for you but you don't necessarily need the money right money is a, a one of your prize champion employees the prize champion mvp that does work for you so well that you just consistently keep feeding into it but the money in and of itself let's take it all off the table because we know the dollar itself is truly losing value so let's really think about the exchange on the other side of the exchange is really your energy thinking okay i deserve this car or this home or this apartment or whatever it is you're buying or this candy bar or this this night out on the town or whatever this trip this vacation and i need um 
the feeling and the experience that it's going to bring to me but i don't necessarily need the money so i shouldn't be over here crying about money hustling for money dying for money lying for money i shouldn't be over here prostituting myself for money or doing anything detrimental to my lifestyle just to get some money my need is peace or my want is peace my deserving point is peace Oh God, I don't know if I want to call this the deserving point or whatever I said before. I'm have to go back and listen to this before I title it. But it's, it's it's like anyway, maybe that'll be the subtitle. But I need to find my deserving point so I can pinpoint where I am. There's a movie called The Matrix, and there's a part where Neo gets selected um, to come into the crew, right? To be himself into the crew. And when they put him in the car and they're taking him to the location to meet Morpheus for the first time, they have to go and find his location. So they first have to debug him and get anything out of him that is agent serving of the world, like serving others, others energies and any negativity that's been put in him. They distract and take out the tracker that was placed in his body. Then they take him to the location, meet Morpheus, go through the little backstory. He accepts the the pill. He takes the blue pill. And then as he takes the blue pill, damn, I want to call this the blue pill. Anyway, he takes the blue pill. Y'all work with me. I'm a creative. So he takes the blue pill and now they're like, all right, well, you can't go back. You know, that's the one thing I can, I can only promise you the truth. I can't do nothing else. Okay. So let me go ahead and tell you that right now. So he takes the blue pill, accepts the truth, and then they take him to find out his true location. And once they lock on him, that's when they can pull him into this next level. And that's what's happening for you. You are being, your true location is being located and you're going to lock into that. And that's when you're going to be able to level up. So you're here to level up because you want to find your true location. Well, how do you do that? You have to be self-aware. You have to go into the inner core of your being, who you are in the story, how you show up into the story, how you represent in the story, how self-aware are you? Do What are your true valuable needs? What are your true um, inputs and what do you really bring to the table before you even ask somebody else to bring something to the table? And what are you doing in exchange for what you're wanting other people to do for you, right? So where are you? Where are you? I remember in the Bible, when God came looking for Adam, he was asking Adam, where are you? Where's your location? So this omnipresent, all-knowing God is asking where someone is. Why? Because this person has done something that got them off their mark. And so this is an opportunity for you to find your true location. And within that location, you're going to be able to benefit from what you truly deserve, want, desire, and what you really need. But you have to get to the location. So let's get you there. You know who you are in the story. You're writing your own story. You ever want to see into the future? Create it. You ever want to know what's going to happen next? Be in the now. Be in the now and you'll start seeing what's going to happen next. I was thinking this morning, this is something I want to add to that. When it comes to faith, spiritually, earthenly, when it comes to faith, believing something can happen in 10 years doesn't require a whole lot of belief. That, 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 if something I say, hey, you know what, in 10 years from now, such and such and forth and forth, there's a huge probability that that something such and so and forth is going to happen. 10 years from now, sure. It's not truly a long shot, right? Because you know things can happen 10 years from now. You got time, basically, to do it. Five years from now, it's going to take a little bit of more increase of your faith. 
because you're you're bringing down the time. A year from now is some heightened faith because you're like, you don't have a whole lot of time. A year passes by and it's over. Especially now, time just smoothing, moving, going, right? Going. A day from now is, is a little like, yo. <laughs> like, what you mean a day from now? Like, you want me to write a book in a day? Or you want me to such and such in a day? That's different. That's a different kind of faith. An hour from now. Hey, I'll meet you in an hour. While that can happen, traffic, other issues, situations, emergencies, um, cancellation, stuff can happen, but it's increasing your faith. One power and a hack that you can use is the power of now, right now. Not 10 years, not five years, not one year, not an hour, not tomorrow, not today. I mean, like literally right now. In the country, that's what they say. Right now. Literally right now. Now faith. Having the ability to call something into your life in the present moment as it is. No matter what you see. No matter what's falling out of the sky. No matter how the ground is uninterrupted. No matter if you have a billion dollars or negative 420. No matter what. Calling something that is not as though it is in now is the highest level of faith that you can expense. And if you really want to multiply and amplify and advance and accelerate that faith, you'll put something on it. You'll put a seed on it. Maybe that seed is money. Maybe that seed is an accountability partner and you share it with somebody else so they can hold you accountable and responsible. Maybe it's writing it in your journal. Maybe it's you going on doing a vlog, whether you do a public vlog or a private vlog where only people with the link can see it. It doesn't matter. It it may not be for other people to see, but it is for you to record. It is for you to hear. It is for you to locate your inner core in the story. This is all about self-awareness and development. And these are ways that you can do that. Look at yourself, hear yourself, listen to yourself. A lot of people get paranoia literally because they didn't listen to something that was, they, their right mind came and told them something. They made a split decision, didn't do what their mind told them to do and did something different. And then they received a negative harvest. And then that kept on happening over and over and they became paranoid literally like the mental illness paranoid and they became anxious and now they've got anxiety and having anxiety attacks because they're afraid to make decisions and now they're operating out of a system of fear versus a system of inner core because you've got to do the light work we talked about that earlier right you've got to do the light work so i want you to go in and do the light work within yourself and understand what you truly really truly need out of this life you're here you're here so your experiences and what you've been through is not as powerful as what you've been kept from. And I was thinking this morning, like, God, you know, people praise God for getting them through this and getting me through that and and being with me on this and going through this with me and getting me to the other side and me, you know, making it this far and me surviving and me being successful. But you know what I thought about this morning, this day, this last Sunday of 2020? I thought about God, thank you for all the things you kept me from. The stuff I never, ever had to go through and the stuff I never, ever will go through. I'm grateful for that. Like, talk about appreciation like no other. We're about to enter into an ordinal decade. So 2021 through 2030. We're about to enter into an ordinal decade. 
and entering into a decade, I'm coming in there with the fact that I know for a fact that God has kept me from things. And there are things that I will never have to experience and never have had to experience. And that I'm grateful for today. That's a hack because now I'm in my core self and I'm still learning. We are all still learning. And I believe being open to learning is a life hack. Being willing to learn is a life hack. There are some things that I just know. I know now what I know now. You know, I used to say, oh God, Lord, if I would have knew then what I know now. Na, 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 Around this 26, 25 year phase of my life, when I was telling you all about me coming into this job where I was making a whole lot of money and I had this six figure ability that I didn't even know. By that time in my life, I started saying, nah, I know now what I know now. Versus saying, God, I wish I would have known then what I know now. No, I know now what I know now. And I use that now energy to get me to my next levels. So I started seeing the power. Then I started recognizing and becoming self-aware that, dang, I'm a six-figure earner. Forget my age, forget my color, forget my gender. I am a six-figure earner. Regardless, it's something in my mind and something in my ability and I'm a six-figure earner. What am I going to do? How am I going to flip that? How am I going to educate other people to do that? So you're talking about like, I'm 42 now. So what? Let's just say 30 plus years of, look at me. I'm not 50. I'm sorry. 20 plus years of, or just 20 years of me like leveling with that and being comfortable with that and and having that experience but but then what's on the other side of it right like obviously there's levels within it by itself because I'm making low six figures and then it went to you know medium to high six figures so from 20 what 2003 to 2016 reaching high six figures I'm talking about on my own. I'm not talking about in my businesses because in the businesses, it's multiplied a billion times. That's a word for somebody. That's a word. That's a hack for somebody. Joining forces with other people will accelerate, amplify, and get your life together when it comes to building and establishing wealth, investments, education, learning, whatever it is you're going to do. Having a team of people to come in with you on the same, on one accord is powerful. So anyway, so I... I saw that and then I was like, well, I want more. And I stated out this year that it was going to be a Matthew chapter 25 years. So I've been journaling over the last couple of weeks about Matthew 25 and studying Matthew 25 and meditating on Matthew 25. How about I log on to church this morning? I'm a member at the Potter's house and I log on to church this morning and the final Sunday of 2020, the last Sunday preached message of the year 2020. He preaches from Matthew chapter 25. I can't make it up, right? So I'm like, you know, I'm listening with all my ears and hearts and minds and so on and so forth, right? So he starts to go and he starts talking about more, right? And so it's almost like right before you go to your next level, right before you go to your next level, you're going to come under attack. I got attacked this morning by some guy on Facebook and after attacking me, he blocked me after he attacked me for no reason at all. Just literally just attacked me. So I blessed him and told him how God was going to be with him and spoke light over him and showed him himself and prayed with him and all that. Right. 
And then that was right before church. I get on to church and the, the, the pastor comes from Matthew chapter 25. So I'm losing my mind at this point. And then I started really thinking and assessing. I'm exercising and working out and stretching and all that fun stuff. And I'm really starting to think like, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need money. I don't. I talk about it a lot. I educate people about it a lot. I use it a lot now, but I don't need it. I don't need it anymore. I, I don't think I ever did. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I just, now I just don't, I don't, I'm to a place in my life where I don't need money. I don't. I need relationships. Hack. I need peace. Hack. Good, healthy relationships. Excuse me. Peace. I need good, wholesome environments. I need light. I need water. I need air. I need fire. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is my elementary. I need my elements. <laughs> That's what I need. Need? I need the elements. That's how I'm going to survive. That's how I'm going to live. That's how I'm going to thrive. That's how I'm going to make it. That's how I'm going to be successful. The elements. Run me my elements. That's what I need. What I want more than anything. I just want to be, I just want to be successful. (laughs) I just want to be successful in everything that I do. I want to be outstanding. I want to, I want to show up. It was, I'm, I'm outstanding. So I stand out. You know what I mean? I want to thrive. You know what I mean? I want to thrive. I really want to go from survival to thriving. I want, I want, I want to have the, the, the best highest um, experiences that I can have in this life while I'm alive, while I'm on this side of the ground, you know? And what do I desire? You know what I mean? I desire fulfillment. And then what do I deserve? I deserve whatever I'm willing to be responsible for, whatever I'm willing to manage, (laughs) whatever I'm willing to work for, Whatever I'm willing to learn about. That's what I deserve. Whatever I'm willing to grow. I deserve. I want 100%. I want 100 fold. I want 30%. I want 60 fold. I want 90% of my return on my investment. That's what I deserve. If I'm willing to invest, I deserve a harvest. If I'm willing to sow, then I I deserve to reap. If I'm willing to educate and learn, then I, I deserve to teach. You understand? So I started... I started to see those things. And so I want to share those hacks with you. I know this is probably the longest recorded episode that I've ever done because I'm serious about this. And I I just, I find value, strong value into, into what it is that I'm saying right now, here and now, right? So I'll have to stop here, go back and listen to it so I can get the title and share it with you. Wealth is your birthright. Wealth is your civil right. And abundance is already naturally inside of you. Mm-hmm.